Check it out on today's show. We've got some serious stuff to talk about. We're going to go a little deep. We got some serious stuff to talk about. We also are going to make sure to tap into that Monday night Raiders football game. I guess you can't call it a Raiders game at this point. It was a Raiders game. And then it wasn't and became a Kansas City Chiefs game. But we're going to talk about that a little bit today as well uh, right here on GM3X. We're also going to talk about this idea of how do we stay motivated and inspired and what is one of the tools, one specific tool that is required in order to stay motivated and inspired. I am a poet and I did not know it. Did you hear that? The tools required, one of the tools required in order to be motivated and inspired inspired. That's right. That and more on today's episode of GM3X. I hope you're ready. Let's dive in. Welcome to GM3X. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the founder of the 800% Elite Club. I hope you're ready for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. Because it's 5.30 a.m. and it's time to rise and grind. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Tuesday. That's right. Today is Tuesday, October 11, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time it'll ever be Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most. And I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. As y'all know, at least over here in the States. I don't know if it's the same over around the world, but here in the United States of America, Tuesday is also known as Taco Tuesday. That's right, today is Taco Tuesday. So we always have to start off Taco Tuesday with some images of some yummy, delicious tacos. I think that's really, really important. We've got to set the tone for the day, right? And I really get excited about Taco Tuesday. I get excited about Taco Tuesday because it is always a very, uh, a, a day that is very filled. My, my calendar is always very full on Tuesdays. But more importantly, at the end of the day, we get to go to grandma's house. That's right. My mom and my stepdad, every Tuesday, they host the Lundies. Now, this might not sound too crazy. You're like, oh, well, yeah, so you do Taco Tuesday at your mom's house. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is I got eight kids, okay? That's the big deal. Seven of them that live right here in the house with us. And it's not every day that the Lundies get invited to other people's houses. Just so you know, I'm just saying. It doesn't happen often. People are like, dang, they got a bunch of kids. We ain't gonna bother them. Why don't we call the Joneses? The Joneses have one and a half kids next door. We'll just invite the Joneses over. It'll be us two, the two Joneses, one and a half kids each. We only gotta make dinner for seven people. You invite the Lundies over, now you're feeding nine plus yours. You're looking at like Thanksgiving, right? Every time we go anywhere, it's like Thanksgiving. I mean, Dairy Queen's $47, right? Just to get some ice cream. So Taco Tuesday at mom's house is something that I really like look forward to, right? I look forward to it because not only are the tacos delicious, but grandma 
takes care of the babies while my wife and I sit on the couch and like watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy and a bunch of other old people's shows while grandma's chasing all the little kiddos around the house. Like it's amazing, right? It's amazing. So I look forward all to it all the time. I'm like, I hope it's Tuesday. When I wake up, I'm like, I hope today is Tuesday, <laughs> right? It's super exciting. Like, do, do, do any of you have anything like that? Like, do you have anything like that that's maybe like a weekly ritual or a weekly experience that really just excites you, right? Maybe it's something that you do every month. I don't know if that exists for you, but I do know it's a blessing in my life. You see, having things to look forward to really releases, it releases an endorphin, right? And it releases an endorphin in your brain. There's this increase, this energetic response that comes with hope, right? I hope it's Tuesday for Taco Tuesday. So I get up on Tuesday like excited because I know the tacos are coming. And so it's kind of crazy, right? This, this idea of hope, how it can release endorphins in your brain that can motivate and inspire you in an energetic way. You know, they say, when we think about this word hope, they, they say to lose hope is to lose life. And so it's so important that we never lose hope, right? And it's so true. I, I see it across the board, right? If you look, if you look over at sports teams, right? There's sports teams, there's a game going on, it's close game or whatever. Homeboy knocks a home run, you know, late in the game or or or, or scores a touchdown, kicks a field goal, scores a soccer goal, whatever it is, right? Something happens to where the other team loses hope. And you see it. As soon as they lose hope, they lose life. Now, they don't fall over and die. That's not what I'm saying. But the energy that they had disappears. You can see the shoulders shrug. You can see the head go down. You can see them starting to walk, whereas before they were running. Right? Once a team has lost hope, you and I all know, if you've ever watched the kids, your kids play sports, you've ever watched sports on TV, we all know once a team has lost hope, there's no chance that that team's going to win the game, right? Am I right? There's no chance. It never happens. And yet we'll see teams that are behind 17 to nothing, and they still believe, they still have hope that they can win and they'll go out there and fight tooth and nail and claw for every stinking inch and pull out miraculous victories. We also see this in relationships, right? When a relationship, when in a relationship, when one of the partners starts to lose hope, right? hope for a better life, hope for better financial situation, hope for um, a more romantic atmosphere, hope for uh, a bigger home, hope for a new job, hope for uh, um, babies, right? Hope 
for to have kids like when when a relationship gets stale and it gets old and both members of the relationship start to lose this idea of of hope for more or hope for gain that's when the relationships fall apart right we fight, we try, we stand in front of our friends and family. We tell people we're going to spend the rest of our lives with these people. We're committed to it. We're so excited about it. We're so in love. Me, amore, all that's happening, right? And then over time, we go to, you know, walking around in our underwear and, and uh, doing all the things. And we start to lose hope that this relationship is going to be the magical one that we had in our minds. And as soon as people lose hope, in the relationship, what happens? They check out. They go the other way. They're no longer motivated and inspired to maybe put up with some of the other things that we have to put up from the people we love. You also see this at work, man. You see this in the workforce. You see this in business all the time. People are super stoked and excited for a new job. Have you ever seen anyone not excited on the first day of their job, right? First day of work. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I get to hand tacos out the drive-thru today. Holy cow, I cannot believe I got that job. They gave me an opportunity. I'm going to make some money. I'm going to be working the drive-thru, but don't worry. I'm going to move my way up. I'm going to go from the drive-thru to the inside so I can get out the cold. Then after I do that, I'm going to become like a floor manager. I'm going to work the night shift. And then I'm going to become a general man. One day, I'm going to own me my own franchise restaurant, right? There's so much hope. And then check that same employee out. A year later, a year and a half later, two years later, they're dragging into work 15, 30, 45 minutes late. It's crazy. Every single employee is filled with hope on day one and has all sort of all sorts of energy, no matter what the job. And and statistically, now 80% of employees hate their job. Why? Because they lose hope, man. You see, hope is the greatest motivator and inspirational factor. In the universe, if there is no hope for gain, there is no desire to keep going. Hope by far is the most motivational force in the universe. So how do we stay tapped into that? How do we stay tapped into that hope so we can stay motivated and inspired to do the things that we ultimately know that we need to do? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today on GM3X. Before we do, though, you know what we got to do. You know, we got to do a little dancing on this show. <laughs> I know maybe some of you were hoping we didn't. <laughs> and then there's other of you that were hoping for this moment right here. Come on now. Let's hit it. Ready? Oh, it's coming. Tony with the keys always likes to, 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 to build that anticipation in the beginning before he starts to drop them baselines in. You notice that? There it is. There it is. There it is. Now I hear it. Now I hear it. This is the part of the show. We're going to get these bodies in motion. Listen, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. So let's get moving this morning. Fair enough. If you're in bed, I'm going to need you to get up. Come on. If you're out on a run, pick up the pace. If you're lifting some weights, gain, put, put, put some additional weight. If you're in the car with the kids, I want to see you dancing. If you're at work across the pond, 
Just start dancing right there in your in your cubicle, in the break room, in the middle of the street, wherever you are. Let's get moving. Come on, it's energy, baby. Let's go. That's what it's all about. This is also the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button, Tim Duff. I need you to hit that share button, Emily Galler and Don Sankey, Dora Maria. Go ahead and share this out. If you're on Facebook, hit the share button. If you're over on YouTube, do the same. Share it out, share it out, share it out. And for those of you over on Clubhouse, you know what to do. Hit that little share button down there at the bottom of the screen. Make it happen. Would you? Would you? Would you do? Would you? Could you? Could you? Could you? Would you? This is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you, Josh. Oh, and you say good morning to me. You say good morning to me. I'll say good morning to you. Whether you're watching live, you're watching on replay. Say what's up. I'll say what's up back. I'm going to start over here on Clubhouse. I see my boy Anthony is in the building. Great to see you, Anthony. I'm going to slide down. I'm going to slide down. Some of these folks I don't always get to say good morning to. I see Dashika is in the building. Good morning, Dashika, Regina, and Robin. I see Babs. Good morning, Babs. The professor is up in here. He was dropping it yesterday. That was powerful. Good morning, professor. Good morning, Tara Murney. Great to see you. I see Kimberly and Jessica and Maisha. Maisha. Tanya is in the building. Good morning, Kim Fair and Dr. Shannon. I see you dancing. Good morning, Jennifer. How you doing, Fiona and William and my boy Tim Hunt. Love you like cooked food up in the building. Good morning, Miranda Deal and Melvin Rodriguez. Kevin Fadley is up in here. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Core Element. I see Mac is in the building. What's up, Nisa and Wood and Felicia? I see David and the doctor. Sandra's in here. Levite. Good morning, Levite. What's up, Blessing? Jeremy, my boy Jeremy is in the building. What's up, Ryan and Laditra, Eugenia and Rob? I see Howard's up in here this morning, as well as Stephanie Toadbine. Great to see you, Stephanie. Good morning, Tarika Simmons. How you doing, Robin Price? What's up, Beth Lucchese? Bella's in the building. Vicki Everett's in the building. I believe they said it was Bella's birthday. Happy birthday, Bella. Shout out to you. Gail B. Craft is in the building. West Storm and Sean Weatherby. Good morning. Randy Wagner. Good morning. Miss Liza Myers-Borches. Great to see you today. Also, Scott Simons. Great to see you as well. Ray Hatcher and LaWanda Barber. Good morning. Sean Weatherby. Robin Price. Also in the building, Marina and Brittany. The coach is up in here. Dominica, is that what that says? Dominica, good morning, Dominica. That's a cool name. Nicole, great to see you, Nicole. Missy and Wesley and Stephanie and Huma. Thank you guys all so much for joining me right here on GM3X, your daily morning show, bringing you motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. I love meeting up with you virtually. I also love meeting with people live and in person. So if you are in the car business, if you're an owner or general manager of a car dealership, we're going to be in the Atlanta area, Cummings, Georgia. That's right, Amy Kennedy. We're going to be in Cummings, Georgia. That's right, Julio and Sol Salcido. And so if you're an owner or general manager of a car dealership, I want you to come join me, all right? Because when you do, it's going to look like this. Automotive dealer owners and GMs only exclusively on October 26th, the Technology Matters Summit presented by 800% Elite Automotive Club. We are holding this event at one of the premier dealerships in the United States of America. We will be at Beaver Toyota in Cummins, Georgia. That's right, Beaver Toyota led by Patrick Abad. I know you've heard of the place. They've had a massive, massive increase in sales over the last three years. And we're going to have our event right there on site. So you can check out the store. You can check out all the features. You can check out what some are calling the Disneyland of dealerships. As we learn that technology matters from Dan Moore, Brian Benstock, Brian Kramer, and so many more. 
Grab your ticket now. We'll see you there. October 26th, coming to Georgia. Don't miss it. Finish my workout. Man, I love fall. Apple cider donuts. Mm. Hello, welcome to another edition of TikTok Tuesday. Well, my October's already made, but for this kid, his October is kind of starting off a little interesting. So how you feeling, Jonathan? <laughs> I have to video you, I haven't done it. Let me say hi. Hi. Are you gonna laugh? Are you gonna make some kind of noise? I already taped it on my phone. But I didn't tape it. His October might not be starting out with a bang, but at least it's starting out with a squeak. Sometimes horrible things happen to good people. Life isn't fair, and it can be heart-wrenching. And if you're having one of those dark days, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to feel that darkness. When challenges and issues come back to back to back to back and it seems like something is after me something is attacking me something is attacking my journey look for the lesson in it all you will grow through what you go through the question is are you willing to go through it when those bad things happen what are you going to do? Are you going to let this horrible situation dictate the way you feel and the way you handle it? Are you going to fall over, fall down, fall apart? Or are you going to face this issue with courage and with resolution? you no darkness so embrace embrace that darkness don't look away from it own it step up to the challenge no matter what you face start walking take that step every day no matter what you are facing, get up and start walking and never surrender. And remember that even in the most wretched times, when you face darkness yourself, no matter how bad things get, 
Remember not to stop. Remember not to pause. Remember not to hesitate. Remember to put one foot in front of the other. Take that first step and start walking. And we will fight. And in fighting, we will win. And if not the battle, and if not the war, we will win because our spirit, it will never surrender. And that is the ultimate victory, to hold your head high, and even in the face of inescapable defeat, to stand and to fight. That is to win. Don't allow yourself a switch off button. I know there's always an answer. No matter how dark that place may be, there's always a way out. Just gotta keep going. Hold on to that fundamental quality of faith. Have faith. That on the other side of your pain is something good. Last night I was laying in the bed watching the Raiders game. Now you might say, well, why were you laying in the bed watching the Raiders game, Glenn? Why were you sitting in your living room watching the Raiders game? Well, we took the TV out of our living room (laughs) a little over a month ago. And uh, it's been quite a drastic change uh, in our home. But I was laying in the bed. I'm watching the Raiders play the Kansas City Chiefs last night. And uh, my son is laying in the bed as well. My wife and my daughter, Caroline, are in the bed as well. And, um, Caroline and my wife go to sleep because that's what they do when I put football on and Joel and I are watching the game. Now the Raiders are up 17 to nothing at one point and then all of that starts to shift and Kansas City just starts marching and crushing these guys and completely stealing their souls, right? And so fast forward, we get to the point where it's like 11 o'clock, right? It's 11 o'clock. I need to go to bed. The Raiders are down by one point, and they have the ball, right? So because they have the ball and they're down by a point, and they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, I am jacked up, like adrenaline on crazy level high, right? Because at one point we were down, and then they threw a big bomb, and they got the touchdown. It was exciting. My son and I are chatting. We're trying to be quiet because mama's asleep and the baby's asleep, so we're not trying to get like too jacked up. But at the same time, there's a pass, and then there's a call, and then there's a, a mistake, and then there's a foul, and then there's a penalty, and there's all these things. But the whole time, the game is so stinking close that we act actually have hope that the Raiders might win this stinking thing, even though we've watched the Raiders lose for four decades. (laughs) Even though, because it was close, game of inches, freaking jacked up, man. My son was jacked up. I was jacked up. Towards the end, Derek Carr throws the ball where I jump out of the bed. I literally jump out of the bed like, oh, and then my the two Raiders players basically ran into each other. Not basically. The two Raiders receivers ran into each other <laughs> and lost the game. As usual, 
And so I went to bed 30 minutes later. Now, yesterday I got up at 3.20 in the morning, and here I am going to bed at 11.30 at night, knowing I have to get up at 3.20 in the morning today as well, right? So it's 11.30, it's past bedtime, been up since then, knowing I have to get up. But yet here I am, adrenaline pumping, heart racing, jumping out the bed, all because of the power of hope. You see, if this game had been a blowout, there's no chance I would have stayed up past 11 o'clock. No chance. Like, I would have turned, I would have turned the TV off. If it, if it wasn't close, there was no hope that we could win the game, I would have checked out. I would have turned the TV off, and I would have went right on to bed, right? Piece of cake. Would have went right on to bed. And here's what's interesting is the same is true in life. When we don't have hope in life, we check out. No hope, we turn it off. And then, in turn, we seek reprieve in something else. You see, this is why social media is as addictive as it is. Now, yes, there's lots of features. There's lots of different things that these... uh, that these folks do, right? There's lots of different, they've got teams of people that are designed to to create these dopamine hits and do all these things in your body and so on and so forth. That's all a big part of it. But really the draw to social media, if you think about it, it's hope. It's hope, right? We're looking for a, a, a reprieve. People find a reprieve in scrolling, hoping that we're gonna get that next hit, that we're gonna get that next laugh, that we're gonna find that next little video of a dude who swallowed a squeaky toy and is cracking up, squeaking and laughing at the same time, right? Like, we're, we're gonna see something. Maybe it's gonna be a strategy that's gonna un- unlock what's next. Maybe it's gonna be uh, a do-it-yourself project that's gonna solve everything in our home, right? So we seek that. But what's wrong with that, the problem with that is that we end up empty. And we start to feel less than. And ultimately it causes the opposite effect. It can cause us to literally lose hope. When we're flipping through and we see, you know, the riches that we tell ourselves we can never have, or we see the glamour that we could possibly never achieve. We see lifestyles that look very much different than our own. And so when we do that, we start to check out, lose hope. I just want to turn it off and go the other way. Problem is we don't turn off the social media. Instead, we turn off our relationships. Instead, we turn off real life. We check out. And so here's what I have found for me. Maybe this is true for you. Maybe it's not. 
But what I have found for me is that I find motivation and inspiration through hope. And I find hope through my faith. Right now, there are 270 of us that are in a challenge where we are reading the number one best-selling book of all time, a.k.a. the Holy Bible. In all of us that are reading this Holy Bible, we have different religious beliefs and different experiences and different backgrounds, but we agree on one thing. And we agree that a long time ago, a man, a God, a myth, a legend, whatever you believe, I know what I believe, but whatever you believe, we all agree that this dude named Jesus inspired hope and completely changed the world. And so this morning I was reading Matthew chapters 22 through 24. And in those chapters, chapters 20 through to 24, Jesus challenges the norm. He challenges the religious leaders. He challenges the people in the communities. He challenges his disciples. He challenges, he challenges everyone. I mean, it's just, it's just parable after parable after parable after parable, challenging the constructs of man. And see, I find hope in that. You see, I find hope in this idea that what we've been told is true about us and the world around us is a lie. You see, here's what I believe. I believe that it's not so rare that people reach high levels of success. I believe that it's not so rare that people have great relationships with their spouses. I believe that it's not so rare that people can be have strength and can have health. I believe that it's not so rare that someone can break through and break out of the environments and the systems and the belief systems that they once had. I believe that you and I Achieving something great is not rare and not some oddity, but ultimately our birthright and something we should all expect in our lives. I was just in Miami, Florida with my team and I was trying to explain to them. We were, everybody was in awe of all the rich and the glamour and the, all the things. And I was like, bro, there's millions of people that live here every day. What, this is just normal for them. Our driver, the guy that was driving us around, our driver pays $8,000 a month rent for a small little place in South Beach, Miami. My buddy pays $15,000 a month for rent for his three-bedroom condo. He's not this special. He's not. He's not. He's not doing anything that any of us couldn't do. 
There are millions and millions of people all around the world in happy relationships. There are millions and millions of people all around the world that are have faith and have fitness and have finances and have friends and have family and have all of those things. Millions. But the world keeps telling us that we are less than, that we can't, and that it's rare. And I disagree. I challenge all of that. And my hope is you will too. You see, I find hope in knowing that you and I are children of God, the God of the universe, the God that made everything. And as that, we have the ability and the responsibility, but most importantly, the ability to create whatever life it is we want. Whatever we want it to look like, however we want to exist, we have that ability within us. It was given to us at birth, you and I. And that hope challenges me to become the absolute best version of myself I can possibly be. Not an average version, not a below average version, not an above average version, but the absolute best version. And my hope is that it does the same for you. You see, I love you. I do. I don't know if anybody's told you this yet today, but I want to be the first. I absolutely stinking love you. I think you're amazing. I think you're amazing. I think you're beautiful. I think you're insanely intelligent. I think you're incredibly creative. I think that you are an integral part, an integral part of the whole. I think without you striving to be the best you, we are all missing out. That is my truth, my belief. There is so much that you can do that I cannot. There are so many levels that, and of people and, and frequencies that you can reach that I cannot. And together, however, together, we become so much more. So listen, I want you to hold on to hope. Find it wherever it is you need to find it. Because it is that hope that will keep you motivated and inspired to become the best version of you. And as you go on that journey, you make us all better. You make me better. And for that, I am grateful. Ladies and gentlemen, that's today's episode of GM3X, your daily morning show, bringing you motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. We are going to move this over to Clubhouse for those of you that are watching live, uh, for those of you that are watching on replay, we run rooms on Clubhouse. It's called the Breakfast with Champions Room. We run that room from 5 a.m. to 1 o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time. So make sure you join us over there. If I don't see you in either of those places, please, please come back here again tomorrow morning, 5.30 a.m. We're going to do this all over again on GM3X. Fair enough? Fair enough. Have a great day. Go get you some tacos. <laughs>